Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hello everyone. Today, what I, I hope you like my title because um, it really means a lot to me because I find that I'm getting manipulated by my own emotions and I'm getting, and believe me, the enemy is doing his part too and egging me on with those emotions as well. So that's why we've got to be so careful. We've got to really guard our hearts big time. I mean, like for real, we have to guard our hearts. I mean, like we, now is the time that if we're not guarding our hearts, our hearts are going to be literally ripped out of us taken from us and being put in a place where you're not even going to recognize your own heart anymore. There's so much anger and there's so much um, anxiety and there's so much fear and all of that going on right now. And I, I, you know, I tell you something, I hate that four letter word. It's a four letter word, F-E-A-R, four. And I can't stand it because it is messing with just everybody, you know, from adults to kids to everyone. And it's just so upsetting because it shouldn't, that shouldn't be happening. All these weird things that are happening to children as far as like in school and, you know, having to deal with so much from shooters to now, you know, viruses and having to, you know, wear masks to school and just all kinds of weird stuff. And you know it, you see what's going on. And then in the midst of all of this, you're having some physical issues. And trust me, in this kind of a time, if you don't protect your heart, then your, your, your symptoms that you're feeling might grow worse because anxiety is a big problem. So that's why I said I won't be manipulated anymore because manipulation of my own emotions and manipulation from the devil as well. Because remember, he only... He only gives you what you allow, but sometimes I swear to you, it just, it kind of makes you mad because like you'll be going along, you won't even realize the um, influence that those bad thoughts are having on you. And we know that those bad thoughts are not from God. So we know that right away. Like I don't have to go in and teach that, right? So here we go. I will not be manipulated anymore. We have to draw the line on being manipulated by our symptoms being manipulated by doctor's reports, being manipulated by the, the media. Because if we're listening, we're, seeds are getting planted. And I don't care who you are. I mean, maybe there are people out there that can handle the lies in the media. But they are there to do one thing, is to make you go, oh my God, <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh my gosh, I can't believe what's going on. So many things are fabricated in the media. Meanwhile, you're sitting there shaking in your boots because now you've got anxiety so bad. No, we've got to protect our hearts with all diligence. And that's what I love is that my, my scripture here is, um, let's see. Oh yeah, Proverbs 4.20. So it says, my son or daughter, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Now listen to this. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. 
Don't let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. For those, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. So, you know, we're sometimes wondering, you know, how do I get healed? How do I get healed? Well, here's a perfect example of that. This is the word of God saying that to not let, to pay attention to what he says, to turn your ear to his words and don't let them out of your sight be, and keep them within your heart because they are life to those who find them in health to one's whole body. Isn't that amazing? It's health to one's whole body. That's what we're looking for, right? And all it says to do is to pay attention to what he says and turn your ear to his word. And that's how we get life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. You know, we're looking for uh, anything from, you know, uh, pharmaceutical drugs to, you know, uh, any kind of protocols, any alternative stuff to heal us. And right here in Proverbs, it tells you that it says, pay attention to what he says, turn your ear to his words. And if you do that, if you don't let them out of your sight and you keep them in your heart, you will have life to those who find them and health to all your body. So that right there is probably the best prescription that could ever be written. That I'm not going to repeat it again, because, but I, I love it because it just, it's so empowering. <laughs> It's so empowering to know that there is just a simple thing. You know, sometimes we don't realize that it's our attitude about things that is keeping us in bondage. It's keeping us sick. It's keeping us from stepping out and, and throwing those grave clothes, those grave cloths or whatever you want to call them, off of you. Like literally ripping them off and saying, those don't belong to me anymore. I refuse to aware to, to wear something on me, whether it's wearing the heaviness, wearing the anxiety, wearing the fear, wearing all of this uh, stuff, this bad stuff all over me to where now I'm like dragged down. I feel like I weigh, you know, 100 pounds more than I, it's just, it's weight. It is weight and it's just so bad. But I will tell you, the temptation can be great sometimes. And isn't that crazy though? You, you kind of wonder like, why am I temptation to get, why am I tempted to get upset? Why am I tempted to act negatively towards something? Like I, I'm telling you, you know, now you're getting to know me a little bit more. Do you feel that way? Remember, I, I'm going to hear your comments. I'm going to see them. Do you ever feel that you're tempted to start speaking negative stuffs out of your mouth? You know, and it does happen. But we've got to watch this mouth because this mouth is going to direct what the rest of this body is going to do and how this body is going to react. That's super, super important. Please listen to what I just said again. You know, it's like, you know, when the Bible says, um, Proverbs 18, 21, life and death, death and life, life and death are in the power of your tongue. What you say, it's really true. I mean, I would hate to say that if I was, you know, agreeing with the enemy on the things that I'm saying that's bringing forth death in my body, right? And I did it. Trust me, I did it. And it got me nowhere. 
it got me to places where I didn't think I was ever going to get well. I was talking such trash out of my mouth that I thought for sure that, I mean, this was it for me, that I was just going to live, you know, die with the condition and never be healed from it. Or I can't do this and I can't do that. And, you know, and then going into all the condemnation of, I did it to myself. And if I wouldn't have done this, or if I just would have said that or whatever, those are the words that I use so much. And you know what I got from it? Sicker. I never got better. I never got better by speaking those words. I got sicker. And then when I heard that day, when I was listening to Andrew Womack and he said that I already had what I needed and I realized what I was saying out of my mouth was contrary to, was contrary to what I already had on the inside of me living already there, I was like, what? What? I have been punked. I've been fooled. You know, the enemy, he does only one thing. It comes to steal, steal the life out of you, kill, kill you, and destroy. Destroy your whole family. Destroy everything that you built. Destroy your legacy. Destroy generations to come. Think about it. Like when, you know, people, when there's um, alcoholism or drug abuse and all that, and it's like, the, parent, the father, the mother, then the kid, and then the next kid, and then the next kid after that. You see, I don't believe in generational curses. I believe in learned behavior. I believe that the enemy is using that to kill the future generations. But we are drinking the Kool-Aid. For real, we're drinking the Kool-Aid. You know, for some of you that just came on, I might remind you that I'm not mad, I'm just passionate. Because I'm passionate about what's going on in the body of Christ. I'm passionate because I saw my own life and I saw what was happening and I saw where I was going and it wasn't good. And it was my mouth was my biggest problem. So that's why I entitled this today, I will not be manipulated anymore. I'm not gonna be manipulated by my emotions. I'm not gonna be manipulated about the things I'm saying, what, what my words that are coming out of my mouth. This isn't even the words that are, this isn't someone else's words. I don't even, you know, it's like a doctor or a person that's like, you know, uh, that has a problem with you, whatever. No, me, me, the one that wanted to get healed. I was having a problem with my own mouth. Now that is not to say that the mouth police is going to come around and, you know, take you to jail because you said something negative. So please don't go into all of that. And I hate the fact that I've got to say that, but it's true. Don't go into the works of, okay, I can never say anything. Like I have to make sure, oh, I said it. That's it. I ruined everything. That's not true at all. That's not true. It's the repetitiveness of what you're saying. And you know what? Think about it right now. If you're sitting there and you are saying right now, man, if I just wouldn't have done this, if I just wouldn't have gotten that divorce, my whole life would have been different. If I just hadn't gotten on into that addiction, I could have saved all these lives. Man, I would have had a better life. Like, I can't believe my first 20 years, I spent this or that or whatever. Does, that, does any of that sound familiar? Because just literally 30 seconds of that can go, 
downhill. Your attitude, your heart can just go literally take a nosedive. That's how important words are. And if you think about it, God formed this world by words, right? Yes. What do you think you can form with words? What, do you, what can you create with your words? Well, it works both ways. It's negative and positive. So what are you creating with your words? Because that's super important. We got to be careful with that. So I want to finish reading that. So my son, Pam, let me read it again. Because I got your, I got you, I'm, you, I've got you guys captivated here in this. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let, let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart, because that's the main thing. Guard your heart. We have got to. Listen, ain't nobody else going to guard your heart for you. I can tell you that for sure. Above, and, and when he says this, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Guard your heart. Guard it because it is so important that you make sure that that heart is not affected by the negativity of your own mouth. And it, you know what? I'm not even going to go into, I'm not condemning you because this is not what this is about. This might be because I'm not condemning you. I would never do that. I, you know what? I love you. That's why we started Healing Journeys today. <laughs> That's the whole point of it. You know, I, I want nothing from you but for you to send me a, a, a comment that says, you, woohoo, I'm healed. That's what I, that's, that's my goal. That's my dream. So I am so excited that now that we're getting to some stuff and after seven weeks with seven people speaking into your life, man, things are just being said that is knocking down these lies, right? Well, we talked about maybe last week it was, the sacred cows, just getting rid of those. We're all just chipping away at those lies that were spoken to you and that have affected you your whole life. This is awesome. So keep your mouth, oh, it says above all else, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free from perversity. Keep your mouth free from perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips, far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. And that's why I wanted to read the words, the lyrics to this song that I love. It's called Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. And I'm sure some of you have heard this song. But the, the, the chorus goes like this. I can't sing, so I will not sing it for you. And if my daughter Sophia was here, I would have her sing it. But it's turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Oh my God, I just get, I get chills with that song. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. I mean, full in his wonderful face. And the things of the earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. 
Oh my gosh. That, that, the lyrics to that song are just, man, that is gold. That is gold. Wow. So let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you, which is turn your eyes upon Jesus. Give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Keep your foot from evil. That is probably one of the best proverbs for our time right now that we're experiencing. I love that song. You know what? Put that song on. When you've got some stuff going on and you're looking all over the place because you're distracted, which I get it. We're all getting distracted. We're all being tossed to and fro. And I'm telling you, if, you know, James talks about being, you know, a double-minded man. And I refuse to be on the fence, having one foot in this world and one foot in that world. I just do. I refuse to do that. It's like, man, I just can't. I, I just can't. But when you might be tempted to do that, which, again, we all can be. You know, if you're dealing with somebody sick and you are their caregiver, you know, we don't really talk too much or you don't hear too many people talk about the caregivers. Man, they're seeing this in their face constantly. And especially when it's a loved one, right? And you can't help it. Sometimes you get angry. Sometimes you just, you kind of lose it. And I get it. But that's when we've got to fix our eyes on the Lord. We have to fix our eyes on the Lord. And we don't stop praying for those people. And we don't stop speaking life into them. And that's what they need the most, especially if they can't, you know, read or something for themselves, right? We just read in here that says, uh, keep your mouth free of perversity because since they're feeling these things, sometimes they may not be speaking right. They might be saying some negative things. So you can help them with that. You can speak, put life into them, speak life into them, speak the kingdom into them because that's what they need. They're being tossed to and fro by their, by their symptoms and that it's terrible. But you can play that part in their life and I'm sure that you all do and I don't, I mean, trust me, I know. It's not, it is not fun. It is awful. It's probably one of the worst things that you can go through when a loved one is going through some bad stuff. It's awful. Okay, so what are you manipulated by? What are you manipulated by? Write it down. You don't want to send it to me? Don't, but write it down somewhere. Identify that enemy. Identify the enemy of manipulation because it's manipulating your heart everywhere. And that's why I love to identify because then I go, oh, I caught you. I caught you. Because until you like fully like see it, we're just the, the imagination's going like this, all like literally just twirling about in your head. And again, this is all from experience, <laughs> trust me. But it's like, how do you stop it? How do you stop those thoughts? Because I'll tell you, that's what I get the most questions of. How do I stop those thoughts? Well, I'm going to give you the, the Julianne Hartman way of stopping those thoughts. First of all, 
I, how much attention do you give it? That's one question. How do you? How do you? Okay, well, someone wrote in here, fear of man. And don't dwell on regrets. Absolutely. You can't dwell on regrets. My God, what? I always say this to whoever I'm talking to. What's the point of dwelling? What is the point? If you can find a good reason why you would hold on to something like a regret, uh, gosh, I can't even speak, like a regret. If you can hold on to why you do have a fear of man, someone else wrote that in, other people's uh, opinions or their feelings. What about yours? What about your feelings? Do you hold them before yours? Because, I'm okay, this is not talking about you know, saying something negative to a person. But I'm talking about those things though that are manipulating you and you're giving attention to them. Because see, if you're fearing man, then you're not fearing God. I will guarantee you that. If you're not, if you're fearing man, you're not fearing God first. And he's got to be first and foremost. He really does. There's no negotiation there whatsoever. Um, yeah, because the temp I just wrote here, the temptation to get upset is always going to be there. You will always have the option of getting upset, but you will always have the choice of not getting upset. It really does come down to choice. It comes down to choice about how you're reacting to your uh, condition right now. It is your choice on how you're reacting to what's going on in the world, which we know is crazy. So one of the ways that I deal with it is I immediately say, God, what do you think about that thought? What do you say about that thought? Immediately. Uh, well, his thought is, that's not from me. That's not from me. Get rid of it. And that's exactly what I do. Nope. I say, God, what do you think about that thought? He said, well, that wasn't from me. Okay, then it needs to go right now. And I literally capture it and I throw it down. I, will, I refuse to allow those thoughts to uh, penetrate my heart, not even for another second. We have to guard our heart. And then I say this, God, what do you say about that bad report? Well, he says, well, I see you healed. What, what is, what, and, and yeah, I, he does see us healed. Why? Because he sees us through his son, Jesus, the healer, right? sees us through his son who took on the sickness and disease so we don't have to. And I know that that sometimes you look at that and you say, well, I don't understand that because why do I still have it? That's why you're listening to Healing Journeys today on a regular basis. You are starting to learn and you are starting to have an understanding that you don't have to hold on to this anymore, that it is over and that you are healed and that you do have you have the healer on the inside of you therefore you are healed right the healer is on the inside of you therefore you are healed that's it bottom line i mean it's got to be that cut and dry indecisiveness is not good indecisiveness makes us wishy-washy makes us sit on you know like here the the top and we're either going to go this way or we're going to go that way does that to us. So that's why we've got to make a decision. What are you going to believe? Whose report are you going to believe? And that is first and foremost. I, I, I refuse to believe this. 
I refuse to allow this to be truth to me. I refuse. That's number one. And um, so, yeah, so what do you say about the bad report? Well, if he says you're healed, then you're healed. Then that's between you and God. And let him finish the dialogue. It's important that you keep that constant dialogue going. That's why ask him, what do you want me to wear today? What would you like me to eat? Where would you like me to go eat lunch? What would, uh, who do you want me to call today? Let him be a part of, this, of, of your life because he does want to be a big part of your life. He wants to be your life. Not just a big part. He wants to be your life. So are you willing to hand it over to him? Are you willing to hand over the things that are depressing you, that are giving you fear, that's giving you anxiety? Are you willing to give those things over because you can't afford another minute holding on to anything? Anything. You really can't. I beg you. I implore you. You can't afford to hang on to any of this anymore because it does go somewhere. It turns into things and it's awful. So guarding our hearts with all diligence. You know, I did do the passion translation because I always do. Um, and it's, it's okay. It's not as great actually as the, new, as the New King James, but I want to read it to you anyway. Listen carefully, my dear child. Now this is Proverbs 4.20. Listen carefully, my dear child, to everything that I teach you and pay attention to all that I have to say. Fill your heart, I'm sorry, fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Now this I like. Fill your, your thoughts with my words. So remember we just talked about those thoughts. God, what do you think about those thoughts? He says, fill your thoughts with my word until they penetrate deep into your spirit. So they're so deep deep, like nothing can get them out. Then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into every core of your being. Man, that is a win-win. Oh, I love that. Then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiate health into the very core of your being. So above all, Guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for from there flows the wellspring of life. Wow. I mean, that, that's just, think about it. Pay attention to the welfare, uh, the welfare of your innermost being, from, for from there flows the wellspring of life. Avoid dishonest speech and pretentious words. Be free from using perverse words no matter what. So avoid the dishonest speech in your own mouth. That's pretty tough and heavy. I just, I know that. And pretentious words. Watch your own mouth. Guard your heart with all diligence, right? Because out of your heart flow the, flows those issues of life. Remember I told you the song, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Man, I, if, I, if, I, if I could sing, I would sing that too, because it's awesome. So, I got a question for you. I've heard probably, I don't know, four or five times this week about hereditary, her, hereditariness. That's even a word. Probably not. 
of things being hereditary. Let's put it that way. Remember, not a not a scholar here, you know. Um, but yeah, things that are hereditary. And if your mother had it, or your aunt had it, or your you know, in your maternal, your paternal, whoever had it, you know, you're destined to get it too. And so I wanted to cover that because I hear a lot of people saying this. And you know what? It can be scary. You know, things that are are debilitating and life-threatening. It can be very scary. So this is very interesting. This is my take, okay? Do you want to hear my take on this? Here it is. What hereditary, what hereditary means to me is um, I my heritage is in Christ. Because I was told that in 2 Corinthians 5.17, that I'm a new creature in Christ, right? I am not, I am new. So I want to read that to you. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new one, the new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to him through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins. Isn't this good? And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who, has, who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Wow. Love that. So what does it mean that it's hereditary? Well, if you don't have Christ. If you're not in Christ and he's not in you, then it is your DNA of your family. That's not what I believe. Now, you're probably going, Julianne, you're crazy. You are weird. And I say, well, check it out. I believe this. Whatever happened in the transferring of the Holy Spirit coming on the inside of me made me new. So I am a new, a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And that is also my organs and my immune system. You know, it's like I, I heard the other day, well, you know, um, autoimmune disease is hereditary. I say this, bull. Bull, you know what? That is That does not have anything to do with me because I am a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. So it might have been, but it's not now. It is not now. Cancer all over your family. Oh my gosh. You better go get you better go get checked. Because you've got you probably have the gene. Your mom, your dad, your uncle, your brother, all these people, aunts, uncles, grandparents. No. You gotta put your foot down and say, I'm a new creation in Christ, a new creature in Christ. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things do come new. So that is my little secret I am, get, I am giving you. You are in Christ. And Jesus came out with no more sickness and disease on his body. He took it on his body before, right, as he was on the cross. And when he got off the cross, he was perfect and, and clear of any sickness and disease. That's the Holy Spirit that went on the inside of you. That's what cleanses you from all unrighteousness. That's what heals you. Isn't that like amazing news? I am so excited, seriously. 
I get so excited and I know I'm a little animated. I'm married to an animator or so maybe that's why, but I get so excited. And you know what? You should be too. This is such good news. It is such good news. There's so much bad news going on. Why don't we spread the good news? Because there's so much bad stuff going on. Let's get excited about this. I want you all to feel excited about this walk with Christ and not just seeking, I just need to get healed, I just need to get healed, I just need to get healed. Meanwhile, you're missing so many other things because you need to get healed and God knows. Trust me. Do you want to see your own child sick? No. He would never want to see you sick. I have to take some water here. He never would want to see you sick. That's why he took the sickness from you. He's a good God. Oh my God, he's so good. He is so good. He's good when you feel bad. Yeah, he is. He's so good when you feel your worst. He is still good. So good. So I want to read you what the definition of inheritance is. Um, because that's what you're, the hereditary is your inheritance. So it says, a characteristic or disease determined by genetic factors and therefore able to be passed on from parents to their offsprings and descendants. I'm sorry, this is the, yeah, this is the uh, definition of hereditary. A person holding a position by inheritance. So that's why it definitely means what you've inherited, inherited and relating to inheritance, which I just love because you might have, that might have been you, but that ain't you anymore. I got news for you. Do you understand me? Say it with me. That is, we're going to say it like with slang. That ain't me anymore. Say that. That ain't me anymore. I am, Christ is in me, the hope of glory. I am in him and he is in me, just like Jesus said. I'm in the Father, and the Father is in me. So anything the Father wants, Jesus does. And anything that the Father wants, he works through us. Same way, through Jesus. That is such good news. So Ephesians 1.18 says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. That is you, my friend. That's you, Valerie. That's you, Barbara. That's you, uh, I think that's Sai. That's you, all you other people that I can't see right now. But that's you. And even if it's 20 years from now, Lori, that's you. That's you. Let me read that again. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength. Oh, this is so good. That power is the same as the mighty strength that he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms. Oh, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. That's you. That is you. That's me. That's you. That's us. Isn't that awesome? 
That's how much he loves us. Gosh, I mean, seriously, if I, if I could, I'd go run around this place right now because I'm really excited. I hope you are too. And I always get so excited when I spend time with you guys because you guys pump me up too. And it's awesome. But just look at this. Look at that. The same power as the Almighty, uh, that, that power is, in the, is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him, seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body. The fullness of him who does everything in every way. Oh, in every way. Wow. I, I mean, I'm just, man, I'm just going crazy here. I hope you are too, guys. This is our time together, right? So I want to read something to you um, out of Ephesians. Now, this is out of the, um, this is, you know, my favorite because it's got passion in it, the passion translation. So that's, I want to read 118 for you as well. Um, let's see, where are we? Oops, I'm not even there yet. Ephesians 1.18. This is exciting. Okay, here we go. We're here. Uh, let's see. 118. I, okay, this is 17. I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart to you the riches of the saints of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. I pray the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritance that he finds in us, his holy ones. I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. And now he is exalted as first above every ruler, authority, government, and realm of power in existence. He is gloriously enthroned over every name that is ever praised, not only in this age, but in the age that is coming. And he alone is the leader and the source of everything needed in the church. God has put everything beneath the authority of Jesus Christ, and he has given him the highest rank above all others. And now we, his church, are his body on the earth and that which fills him who is being filled by it. Do you see what you have? If you choose not to, if you choose not to see this for yourself, I feel so bad because this is your inheritance. This is what you get. I'm asking you, please go speak to your father today. When we get off of here, go speak to him and say, is this really mine? Ask him that question. He will say, yes, 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 yay, amen. He says, yes, this is all for you. 
All this stuff is under our feet. And I know what you're saying, but Julianne, these symptoms are so bad. These symptoms are not allowing me to get out of bed. Well, I'm saying faith rise up right now in my friends here on the YouTube channel. Rise up right now to see yourself well, to see yourself completely healed, to see this done in the spirit realm, to see it be done, finished, gone, redone, like Mike Hesh having a 25-pound tumor to be completely gone. He didn't get it cut off, guys. It disintegrated. It's gone. Gone. To see even myself, when I laid there in my bed or I sat there on my couch, and I'm like, how is this ever going to go away? The thoughts won't stop coming and telling me I'm going to die. To see where I am today, it's only because of scriptures like that that something rose up on the inside of me and said, that's it. You know, it's, it's time for you not to be the sweet person. You probably are a sweet person, but, but to be righteously and dignantly sweet, right? No more. No more. I will not be manipulated anymore by my emotions. I will not be manipulated anymore by the thoughts that stir on the emotions. I refuse to allow that anymore. It is not, you are trespassing now, and I won't allow it. No more. This stops now. You see, anytime you're going to hear from me, you're going to hear about your part to play in this. And we all do have a part to play. I'm telling you, I've, I've sat with many sick people for months and years, and I saw the ones get healed, and I saw ones not get healed. And, the, and, the, and the, the, the consistent thread of the ones that didn't get healed, that went on to be with Jesus, which is amazing and awesome, are the ones that would not stand up and say, no more. This is it. I take my authority. Those were the ones that didn't make it. And I'm telling you, because I'm telling you the truth, I can't sugarcoat things and say things that, I, that, are, that are just kind of wishy-washy or in the middle. Your, your, your part in this is your mouth. Your part in this is you're agreeing with what God says. That's the part of your mouth. That's the one that I'm telling you now, you need to get that word so that when that thought comes in, you strike it down with a word that pertains to that. Because it's just, it's like a knife. It goes, whoosh, cuts it. Won't allow it to have any more life. That's what we have to do to those thoughts. That's what we have to do to those things that manipulate us and make us get all crazy. And then our body starts reacting all crazy. And then now you're going to the ER because your body's acting all crazy because I did it. I was there many times because of that. But I refused to go back into that trap. And it is a trap. And that's the enemy knew that was a trap for me. And I refused to give him any, any source of my strength. I refused to give him any part of me anymore. No more. It's over. It's finished. So I want to thank you guys for being here today. I want you to play that song. 
Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Because I'm just going to read it one more time because I love it. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. That is just, man, I love that. And you know, the beginning, the very first line of that song is, Oh soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. But he says, but there's a light for a look at the Savior and life more abundant and free. Who wrote this song? Oh my gosh. You know, I've only been a Christian for 20 years. So a lot of these songs or maybe hymns or whatever, I wasn't raised with. Like, I don't know them, but man, this song is just awesome. Nikki is, she did Rest for the Weary. You've got to watch that. That's on YouTube, our, our Healing, to, Healing Journeys Today YouTube channel. Watch it. And of course, everybody else. Herman Raquel, Mike Hesch, Nicole Marbach, um, Jeremiah Class, Deborah McDermott, everybody here. Guys, we have provided such a list of great people. I mean, people that have got a great word. And yes, they are great. They're great in my heart. They're great in the Lord's heart. So I just want to thank you for joining me. And I speak to that sickness and I speak to that condition and I speak to that fear and I say, get out now in Jesus' name. Get out now. You know, I have people come to me sometimes and say, you know, well, you're, you're, uh, you're bold. You've got, you know, you're, you've got authority. Well, so do you. That's why people will text me sometimes. Can you pray with me? Because I know you've got boldness. Or you, you know your authority. What about you? What about everybody else? Don't go on my authority. Let's go on yours. Let's get some authority going, knowing that who you are. You can't do that to me. You can't, Deathbud, you can't, you can't penetrate my heart. Who do you think you are? That emotion trying to literally pull, pull every dark thing over me so I start walking so heavy and I can't even move. Who do you think you are? You're a liar. And the devil is the, is the father of lies. He will never tell you truth. He will only tell you lies. So that's how you know. If it's your father, he's going to tell you the truth. If it's the devil, he is always going to lie to you. So that's it. I love you. We will see you next week. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Love you. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.